Hello, friends. Welcome to the Second Phase Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Graham, a certified brand strategist and business coach. You might be wondering why the second phase? The second phase may be a change in careers and learning how to navigate the world of entrepreneurship, a significant lifestyle change, going from stay-at-home parent to starting a business, a traumatic loss, a move, or an illness. It could be any number of things. No matter the definition, you are here to discover your second phase. Learn about creating a personal brand that stands out and makes an impact. To grow as your authentic selves and follow your callings, values, visions, and passions. And to learn how to build a solid foundation for long-term brand and business success. Through interviews and solo episodes, we'll be diving into inspiring stories, life and business journeys of failure and success, and the strategies and tools used along the way. You ready to learn? Grab your coffee, the car keys, or the dog's leash, and let's dive in to this episode. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Second Phase Podcast. I am super excited today because I have a very great guest on, Stacey Tischel. She has been someone that I've been following for years and years. She is an incredible example of what it means to create a successful business. She has made a name for herself as an expert in growing small businesses and became an entrepreneur at the age of 18. Unbelievable. Anyway, she is a mom to two and just an extraordinary businesswoman, podcast host of foot traffic and just incredible business coach and human being. She's from the Midwest. So we have kindred spirits. We grew up in very similar ways. We have a lot of mindset that is similar and just different things that our journeys have kind of mirrored each other along the way. But today, enough of me talking, we are going to unlock the secret to getting it all done. If you're like me, you have a huge to-do list. And at the end of the day, a lot of times you're thinking, I've got nothing done. I never get anything done. There aren't enough hours in the day. Well, Stacey's going to help us unlock some strategies and guide us on that implementation code, which happens to also be the name of her most recent book. So get ready because we are going to transform your business. We're going to teach you how to set goals and to take that effective action, intentional action, get rid of the distractions, set boundaries, and move forward so that you can create that successful personal brand and business that you have been dreaming of. Stacey Tuchel, welcome to the Second Phase Podcast. Hi, Robin. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for joining me. I'm really excited to share your book, The Implementation Code. I loved it. As I was reading, I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, we're so much alike and it was amazing. So I encourage my listeners to pick it up. I will put the link to the book in the show notes, but Mm -hmm. without further ado, I would love for you to tell the listeners a little bit about you. You are known as the small business expert Mm -hmm. for lack of a better word. And I would love for them just for you to tell them about your journey. I mean, it's pretty remarkable that you started at the age of 18, but -hmm. you've really done a lot of successful things and very impressive resume. So tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. Well, thanks again for having me. So I actually grew up in a family, small business. So I have pictures of me being a baby in an excavator, like a backhoe, a digger. Uh, My grandpa started a construction company over 50 years ago. My parents work in the business. My grandparents work in the business, but it wasn't like they were breeding us to be entrepreneurs, right? That was not the case. In fact, that was the only one 
out of like the three girls in my family that decided to go into entrepreneurship, but it was just me following my passion. I was a dancer in high school. I thought, oh, how this would be so fun to keep teaching. And I just put out some flyers and my summer I graduated high school. I thought, oh, I'll teach a few, few dancers in middle school. We got 17 dancers that first year. And within three years, I was still teaching dance in my parents' backyard. And I had a hundred kids coming to the backyard. So thankfully, because of who I grew up around, my family looked at this and said, we don't know anything about dance. However, it looks like this could maybe be the start of a business if that's something you want to do and are interested in, because I was at the time going to school, going to get a degree and, you know, get a real job. And it just wasn't something I ever saw myself doing. And then all of a sudden I got really excited about it. So I then incorporated, I was only 21 at the time, uh, rented a business, rented a location for our dance school. And that backyard story is now 19 years this month, actually, which is so crazy how time has just flown. But it's been something where I never realized how much I could take this hobby, this passion and turn it into a business that has been very successful and very fulfilling and has really been able to accomplish more than I ever dreamed of. So that's kind of the, my, my story. We have two performing arts academies here in Milwaukee. We have about a thousand dance and music students that come to us every week, grossing you know a million dollars a year or more for the last, I mean, however many years, even through the pandemic. And about six years ago, I started to get more you know, local businesses saying, Hey, could you teach me what you're doing at your school? I mean, I know I don't have a dance school, but it, it looks like, you know what you're doing. And it, and it looks like you, you know how to grow this and scale this. And I just started teaching for fun business owners. And that kind of scaled into again, like maybe I have a business here. Maybe I could do this. I kind of like this and foot traffic was then born. So now I, I coach other small business owners, how to scale. I love it so much because so many people have hobbies or passions and they just kind of sit on a shelf. I love that you took something that you loved and created a business around it. I did the same thing. And I think it's very empowering, but it's also inspiring for other people to see that you can take something and successfully build something out of it and around it and keep yourself fueled at the same time. To give you a little bit more inspiration for anybody listening. I mean, if I can do this with a dance school, right? Like this isn't like, Oh, and I'm an engineer and I just did this and I make all this money. I mean, I'm teaching children how to dance. It's nothing crazy, right? You may have a hobby that you're thinking, I would never be able to make money off of this. I bet you could. I bet there's something else there. Yeah. I think as long as you stay open-minded and you set yourself up to have a foundation and then move forward from there, anything is possible. The sky is the limit. So Mm -hmm. Stacey, as you work with your clients now, other small business owners, entrepreneurs, what are some of the biggest obstacles that you find hold them back? I mean, your book is called the implementation code. So throughout the book, you give strategies, tips on how to effectively build a business, but what are some of those obstacles, I guess, resistance that Mm. you hear from people? Yeah. And we could spend the entire time talking about this because there are so many and there are so many different ones. And sometimes we're using a lot of these. I would say the biggest one that I see is I'm getting ready. I'm not ready yet. Right. So they stay in this phase of over consuming under implementing, right. Which is why I'm so passionate about the implementation code. You've got to get things done. And I think we just don't give ourselves enough credit. We're always very hard on ourselves thinking I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm experienced enough. Who am I? I'm only a dance studio owner, right? Who am I? I, I'm only working in corporate. I've never done this before, right? We have all of these things that we're taught. We're our worst critic and we're training ourselves to think 
I can't do this. I'm not ready to do this. Right. So that's, mm-hmm. I think the biggest one is just, who are you not to do this? Like, who are you like, wh- why not? Why not you? Why not try and see? And I also think too, we learn so much from doing and taking action. Like Robin, I can guarantee you, you're like me, you're researching, you're listening to podcasts, but until you do and you implement, that's when you really learn the skill set, right? 100%. It's taking action. And yeah. I don't think when you're sitting there saying someday, 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 yeah. oh, I'm not quite ready, someday, that's fear holding you back. You mm-hmm. simply are afraid to put yourself out there and take action. But the only way to overcome that is to actually take action. So you can Correct. start by listening to a podcast, start here today. The second step, pick up <laughs> pick up your book, <laughs> right? But take that action because unless you're willing to do that, you're never going to move the needle. Yeah. Okay, so I'm glad you said what you said because that's what I hear a lot of times too is someday I want to do this. And especially like in my photography business, because I'm the same way, you know, I had that, the brick and mortar of the photography business, Mm -hmm. headshots, branding photography, so great. So awesome. But what I found is so many people are right exactly where you just said, they're saying someday, someday I'll leave corporate and do what I really want to do. And so I can really relate to that. And I love it, but what strategies, what tips in, you know, a very short period of time, can we give people to launch themselves forward and move out of that place of someday, but into today is the day. Absolutely. So I think one of the other fears sometimes, or maybe lack of implementing is you don't know what you don't know. Right. So I do think, yes, pick up the book. Yes. Dive into podcasts, consume YouTube videos. Like there's so much amazing content out there. You've got to see what's possible and you need to see what's possible in your world, in your space. If you want to, you know, take up knitting and and having a a knitting career. Well, you got to go check out what the knitters are doing, right? Like you need to know this (laughs) stuff. So I think there's definitely a place for you to be in research mode and to start checking it out, to be inspired. You just don't want to stay there too long. right? Right. So I always tell people you start by doing that research and you start by learning. Don't stay learning too long where you're only solely learning. So if you're trying to learn how to podcast and how to do this, great. Start getting the basis of what you need. And then as soon as you're like, okay, I've I've got enough. I want you to start doing because you'll learn so much more. Right. And after you start doing, you don't stop learning. You just kind of switch, you know, the 80, 20 rule. Maybe in the beginning it was 80% research, 20% dabbling. And then pretty soon it's 80% of the doing, right? And then all of a sudden that 20% starts to become the refining and we learn and we continue to keep doing that. You just want to have a really good balance. So I would say be very aware of what it is you're specifically doing, okay? You're listening to a podcast right now. What are you going to do because of this podcast today? If you just listen to Robin and to myself, great. But if you listen and you do something, oh my goodness, you're going to go so much farther so much faster. Right. So I think it's like being open to understanding what this world really looks like, whatever world you're diving into. You just don't know what you don't know when you're there. Right. The next piece is getting really clear on what it is you do want and what it is you don't want. So as you start to experiment and and get out there and research and and get all of this information and this data, then you can start to say, okay, I don't want to do that part. That does not excite me. I don't think I would, I would do this business model. I definitely don't want to work on weekends. Right. And then you're like, Ooh, but I do like this. I I could see myself doing this. I could see myself. Right. And you start to really understand 
what the end goal could look like for you, right? And don't sell yourself short. I want you to dream big, but know that that's the end result. That's not tomorrow's plan, right? So many times people are dreaming big and I love that, but I'm like, this is very unrealistic. You are not building this business overnight, building a team overnight. And then like you're on vacation for six weeks in the summer when you have a brand new business startup, right? There is a time and a place for you to take off all summer because you have a well-oiled machine and it's working great. It's probably not year one in business, right? (laughs) So I have to be very careful when I tell people, yes, dream big, go for it. But let's be realistic with the results you want and the actions you're willing to put in. Right. I say that all the time. It's mindset plus strategy plus action. No matter how much you work on transforming your mind, if you're not taking action and you're just sitting on the couch watching Lifetime all day, that mindset work could just be tossed out the window. And the same Mm -hmm. thing with strategy. You can be a strategist, you can build out a strategy that is solid as a rock, but if you're not willing to take action on it, you're going to stay in the same place. Yeah. Yeah. So really getting clear on what it is I want and then taking those realistic steps, those next steps to getting there and being okay. If, wow, this, this plan might take me 10 years, but what can you do today? What can you do right now to get the ball rolling? Right. And that's where it's going to be different for every one of us, but we all have a next best step that we can take today. Right. So you've got to get really good at seeing a big picture, not being overwhelmed, but by just by saying, okay, well, this is what I want to do. We all have so much time to do this. We really do. But saying I have so much time and delaying the action, you will go, well, where did the time go? Like what, what's happening here versus going, okay, I've got all the time in the world to build this business, but what am I doing today to get my vision started? What am I doing tomorrow to get it going? Right? So this is where I'm a big believer in goal setting reverse engineering. To me, if if you don't know your goals, if I say to you, Hey, you know, it's August as we're recording this, Hey, what are your goals for the end of the year? What were your annual goals? And somebody's thinking, Oh, I don't remember. I don't, did I set them? Do I have them? I think they're written down somewhere. Not, not good. Right. We've got to get really, really clear on where we're heading, where we're going. And it doesn't mean we'll perfectly hit it. It doesn't mean we're gonna be perfectly on track for December, you know, in August for December, but it does give us a some guidance of, wow, we're doing better than we thought, or summer's not looking so hot. What do I need to do to make sure I'm ready to go in September and in Q4 to really go get strong here? Yeah, absolutely. And I love how you break it out in the book that you used to do annual goals. And I think a lot of us used to do annual goals, but what happens is so many things can happen in a 365 day time period. So when you scale that back and you break it out into a quarter, it's much more manageable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I used to do annual goals forever and I would have these massive goals that were on there, but then I would think I've, I have all year. So I wouldn't start on them right away. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden at the end of the year, I'm like, oh my goodness, I have all this stuff to do. And these are big goals because a year feels like forever. And I think the reason that 90 day goals are so effective is because it's long enough to get a big project done, but it's short enough where you better start today or you might not get it done. And I I really see a for myself specifically. And I used to said, you've kind of switched to. I have never been more productive than just simply changing from, and I still know what my annual goals are, but I'm breaking that up into what am I going to do this quarter to get my annual goal at the end of the year? 
Well, I think it helps you not only stay focused, but prevent burnout too, because you understand there's one big goal that we're going to reach at the end, but it takes steps. You can't do it all in one day. So when you break it out, it just keeps you more grounded, I think, in producing the results. So Stacey, you have within that 90 day goal framework, you break that down further. Yes. So I would love for you to elaborate on that because I, I know as entrepreneurs, like it sounds easy. Oh, I'm going to sit down today and write out my goals for the next quarter, but it's harder than it seems. So I would love for you to break that out for everyone. Are you struggling to build the business of your dreams? Or are you struggling to even get started? Maybe you're sitting in this holding pattern because you just don't know the right steps to take. Maybe it's social media that has you completely overwhelmed, or maybe it's your website and the fact that you don't know how to use it to get traffic your way. Well, I have the perfect solution for you. My friend and colleague, Audrey Wolf, and I are launching a mastermind program. This is a three-month mastermind program where we will meet bi-weekly, so twice a month for 90 minutes. Each 90-minute session will include a hot seat session for each member. So you will not only have an opportunity to learn from two experts, but you are going to have an opportunity to learn while your fellow members are being coached as well. We are going to dive deep into everything related to creating a personal brand, to increasing your visibility as the expert and authority in your space that you truly are. We're going to teach you whatever questions that you have related to your business, we're going to provide trainings. We're going to hold you accountable for taking that intentional action that is going to move the needle forward on your business. So everything we teach you will have action items that you can then take and do and implement within your own business. Not only that, but we are going to celebrate your wins along the way. And included in the mastermind and audit on your brand, your Instagram profile, as well as your website so that we can help you become more consistent and cohesive and really become visible in your space as that expert that you truly, truly are. I cannot tell you how excited I am about this opportunity. I think it's going to help so many women launch their businesses and take them to a whole new level to grow and scale and really help you find that level of success that you are dreaming of. Now, if you've been thinking, maybe I should do a one-on-one coaching program, or maybe I should look into a mastermind program, there are definitely pros to each one-on-one coaching as well as the mastermind But let me just tell you the best part about the mastermind is that you get to learn while other people are being coached at the same time. And so it's like quadruple the impact in terms of the opportunities to learn. So I highly encourage you to check it out. You can find all of the information at www.upscalemastermind.com. If you have any questions whatsoever, you can email us at hello at upscalemastermind.com. 
com. And we will answer any questions that you have and help you make that decision to not only invest in your business, but invest in yourself because we will take away so much stress and so much anxiety and so much frustration that is related to starting a business or scaling a business and becoming visible and becoming seen by all of your audience as that expert and authority in the area that you work in. So I cannot wait to either get your questions or see your applications come through from the website, www.upscalemastermind.com. Okay. Yes. So first, I think we all love to win, right? I know people listening to your podcast, they're overachievers, right? They're high performers. We like to win. But what happens is we also set really, really big goals. And it's not fun to set these massive goals and then not achieve them or have to go look at your goals. Maybe somebody just pulled them out and go, wow, I'm not even close to being on track, right? That doesn't feel good. So I like to set goals that I actually think I can achieve and I just stretch it a tiny bit. So there's room for growth as well, right? So be careful that you aren't getting into habits of setting massive goals you never hit or you're training your brain. It's okay. We don't usually hit our goals. So if we don't hit this one, not a big deal, right? You don't want to do that. And I definitely had a stage in my entrepreneurial journey where I would set massive goals and not hit them and be okay with it. And then it just started to become, well, we don't really hit our goals. So it's okay that we didn't hit them this time, right? So I always look at what have I been doing? And if I kept doing it, where would I be on track to go right now? And then knowing that I'm a little more conservative when I'm picking those goals. So this could even be something personal like weight loss, or um, I want to drink more water, or I want to start running a marathon or whatever it is. Right. So you can really start to say, well, what have I been doing? And then from there, don't go, I'm going to go from working out never to I'm going to work out seven days a week. Right. What is something where you could just, even if imagine if you haven't been working out, what one day a week consistency consistently would do for you. Right. So you want to start to look at where would that trajectory trajectory go if you were doing what you were doing now, but you upped it just a little bit, right? Sometimes people think it's all or nothing. I'm either going to fit in those jeans from high school or I'm not doing it at all, right? It's like, but what if you went down a size? Like what, what if you, you still weren't in your dream size, but you went there a little bit, right? So I want you really looking at this year, what would be a massive win without it having to be like everything you've ever wanted in your entire life? right? To say like, no, if we really just upped it this much, if we got, if I got three clients, if I got X amount of um, products sold, like whatever that looks like, I want you thinking of that from there. When you look at those annual goals, I only want you picking three total. And this is where people will have a million goals for this year. I want you picking three goals and that's all from there. You're going to say, okay, what am I doing? Q one or whatever the first 90 day chunk would be to get moving forward to accomplish these three goals, right? Now, some of you may just pick one of your 90-day goals and go all in on that in Q1, right? Some of you might get the ball rolling in all three of them. It's very different depending on what it is, right? I had a goal this year on my annual list that I didn't start working on goal number three until literally probably in the last month or so. So You could be half of the way, half of the year in, and then finally start to spend time and energy over there, knowing that one's not going to take as long. So I'm really looking at, okay, what am I going to do in these next 90 days? What are those three big goals, right? And then as I have this small amount, it doesn't feel so overwhelming. I I was working with one of my team members and she was overwhelmed. I'm like, show me your project list. 
she had broken it out into so many different tasks. There was no way anybody would have looked at that and not have been overwhelmed. Right. You got, I think Tony Robbins calls it like chunking Mm -hmm. where like put it together, right? Don't let your brain see you have 72 things to do by the end of the day today. (laughs) Have three projects or three to-dos that you're working on. So I'm really big on just like only show three things. That's it. So what are you going to do in the next 90 days for those three things? Now reverse it again. What are you going to do in the next 30 days to accomplish those three things, right? And then we do it down for the week and then we do it down for the day. So I could be super overwhelmed. I have multiple businesses. I'm a mom of young children. I have a lot to do, a lot. But all I look at every day, every week, every month, every quarter, every year, is just three things. That's it. And if the other stuff doesn't get done, that's okay. Because my top three are the most important. So that's where I want you thinking about, do I know my top three, right? And then really understanding, well, what's the top priority? I don't remember where I heard this, but the word priority, it literally was just priority. There was no plural. It was never priorities. It was, the word was priority. And we all are us overachievers over here. We're the ones taking it and saying, nope, we're going to call them priorities. And they're all going to be priorities and everything's important and everything has to get done today. But that's not what that means. So you got to get really clear on what is the one thing I can do today? What is the one thing I can do this week? Like if I just got that thing done, it would move the needle in my business, in my career. I love that. <laughs> and you talked in the book too about, you know, the, well, the mindset component of this where, mm-hmm. you know, our thoughts become habits and yeah. well, our thoughts create our actions, create our yeah. habits. So I think if we can break this down, we can start to groom our mind to look at these baby steps yeah. as habits. And every day we can actually implement them. And you have other strategies in the book too, you know, blocking off that time, like from 9 a.m. to noon is the most productive time of the day for a lot of us. So that's the time to work on these goals. But the other thing, Stacey, that you mentioned um, before we wrap up, and I love this idea is the brain dump. Mm -hmm. And I think it's something that, you know, a lot of us depend on our mind. We're smart. We're, you know, we're certainly capable of remembering. But when we are so overwhelmed with just life in general and all the different facets of our lives, our brain can't do everything we think it can do realistically. It's going to forget things. Things are going to fall through the cracks. So let's talk a little bit about the brain dump procedure, because I think it goes hand in hand with setting the goals. Yes, absolutely. So you know, I'm, I'm very, I love learning about brain health and just being as strong as I possibly can. And I remember reading somewhere how the brain is not meant to store. It's meant to process. And so many of us treat our brain as storage, right? Um, I have a husband and I can't tell you how many times I'm like, could you please go do this? Right. And the problem is he keeps trying to store it in his brain and he's not writing it down. So therefore he doesn't remember. And now I'm asking him again for the seventh time. Right. And I know the only way this is going to get solved is if I go and get a post-it and I put, please take the garbage out tomorrow on the Island in the kitchen, it's not going to happen. Right. Cause all I need his brain to do is process. Oh, here's my trigger. Here's my reminder. I better go do this versus he just keeps putting more and more and more, especially if he's married to me, I'm giving him all sorts of ideas and things to do. He's trying to store it. 
And that's where I always tell people I have nothing in my head. Like right now, Robin, if you said something and it sparked me like, oh my goodness, I forgot to cancel the dentist tomorrow. I would literally probably secretly without you even seeing grab my pen pencil. And I would quickly write down like dentist and hope that that I can read that later because I know I'm never going to remember the dentist after we're done talking in 10 minutes. Yeah. We speak the same language. That's exactly. I can't even tell you how many times I've done that. (laughs) Like it just, I have to do it. You have to. Poof, gone and if I don't. I bet you, because you and I do that, we, rem- we rem- I'm doing air quotes, we remember more than the average person. And it's not that we remember, it's that we are making sure we set up a trigger to say, hey, don't forget to do this, right? Mm-hmm. So in fact, I actually think my memory is not that great. And if you told me to do something and I didn't write it down, I probably wouldn't remember, but I write down everything. So the brain dump is crucial. You must write down all the things and get it out of your head, out of your brain. And then it's how do we organize the mess? Because I just told you our brain sees 72 things and we get overwhelmed. So we've got to get them in order. And I love to do, okay, what's a to do now? What's an up next? And then what's in a parking lot for, I like it, but not right now. Like I'd love to write a book, but not right now, right? Um, I really want to write a third book not right now. Like it's in a parking lot. I just don't have time, but people will put, write a book next to get bread from the grocery store tonight. Right. (laughs) And they act like it's a simple little thing. And it's like, that shouldn't be on your to do now list. Right. So really organizing it and going, I only should be looking at these next three things because that's all I really have time for. But when I finish those three things, then I'm going to go to this up next category and I'll start working on this. And eventually when that's done, we can grab from the parking lot and add there. That's how I can be like not feeling overwhelmed when I have a million things to do or that I want to do. Yeah, I love it. I just, I loved that example in the book. And it's something that it's part of my journaling practice is to to brain dump because I think you can brain dump Hmm. your negative thoughts, your positive thoughts, your to-do list, all of those, and then really siphon through where the priority is and focus on that as your goal for the day. Okay, Stacey, this has been amazing. So much great information. I will put the link to your book and all of your other links in the show notes, but would you please just tell the listeners where they can find you, connect with you, potentially take one of your courses or hire you? Yeah. Yeah, So I am everywhere online on social at Stacey Tushel. The podcast is foot traffic. We have like over 500 episodes. There's tons of content over there. If you go to stacytushel.com, you'll find my website and everything is there as well. And if you want to grab, we have the book right now free. You just pay the shipping. You can go to implementationcode.co forward slash free book, and you can go snag that. Oh, that's awesome. You guys, there's no excuse whatsoever that you don't pick up this book. It will just give you a guide in terms of how to start and how to get the needle moving sooner than later. Stacey, thanks so much for being here. It was an honor to have you. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Robin. And that's a wrap friends. If you enjoyed this episode and found the information helpful, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating and review. That would mean the world to me. If you know someone who could use the information shared today, please share the episode with them too. And let's connect. You can find me on Instagram, Clubhouse, Facebook, and LinkedIn as The Robin Graham. Lastly, if you'd like more information on personal branding and brand marketing strategies, be sure to join my email list and the Female Entrepreneur Insider Facebook group. We are there every week with tips and trainings to help you build a solid foundation for brand and business success. And don't forget, 
On the website, you can find a plethora of free resources. Go to therobingraham.com forward slash resources and download any of the free resources that I have created to help you build a personal brand that stands out and makes an impact. Until next time, remember to smile.